Good morning, everybody. I'm Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your morning moment for Monday morning. Now, this may just be me, but I, I feel like I'm seeing two different thought processes or, or two different opinions and ideas emerging when it comes to sin. The first one is that sin is like a dirty word. You don't want to say it. And in fact, if if you say that I'm living in sin, well, then you just make me feel really bad about myself. And and I don't want to hear that because you know everything is everything is good, and what I do is what I do, and it doesn't matter what I do. And so we just want to avoid that dirty word called sin. And then the second school of thought that I'm seeing emerge is the fact that everybody else's sin is horrible, but mine. Nah, I'm okay. I'm good. We're just going to kind of push mine under the rug while yours, on the other hand, we're going to bring to the forefront. Now, I know that there is a really good chance that that is not everybody's idea of sin. and But the problem is that those two school of thoughts are the ones that are becoming more and more vocal. And they're the ones that people are hearing the most of. Now, our scripture reading today is going to deal with that, how we're supposed to look at sin. It comes to us from Luke chapter 5. And remember, we are now studying the life of Jesus and the ministry of Jesus through the gospel of Luke. So Luke chapter 5, starting in verse 27. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners." To repentance. So, here's what we're saying. Here's what is going on. Jesus has called Levi, or as we like to call him, Matthew. Now, Matthew was a tax collector. And if you remember right, the religious system of the day had been set up to where tax collectors were very evil. They were very, very sinful because they were colluding with the Roman government and they were cheating people, the Jewish people, out of more money to line their own pockets. And so, they had basically designated tax collectors to be the worst of the worst up there with like murderers and prostitutes and stuff. So here we have Jesus who has called a tax collector to be one of his personal disciples. And then on top of that, he goes and has a banquet with them and he dines with them and he's eating with them. And the religious leaders are freaking out. It's blowing their mind. The fact that this man who calls himself a rabbi would even dare think about having a meal with all of these sinners. So what is it that we can learn from in this day and age, according to this story? Well, don't get it wrong. They were still considered sinners, and Jesus knew that they were considered sinners, but he didn't push them away. In fact, he he brought them in. And what he's basically saying is, look, yes, these people are exactly model citizens, but it doesn't matter to me because they're the ones that need me the most. I feel almost as if some of our churches have set up a shrine to the saints rather than a sanctuary for sinners. And I remember in sanctuary in this term is not the sanctuary for our churches, but rather like a sanctuary, a refuge for people who are sinful. We we have kind of just said, you know what, we're going to try to keep them away. 
But I also want to go to the other side of the coin because I don't understand when it became this this thought process that if you don't agree with what somebody's doing, that you automatically hate them. Because that's not the truth at all. You know, just because somebody is living a lifestyle that we don't agree with doesn't give us the right to hate anybody. There's that old saying, love the sinner, hate the sin. And there's truth to that because just because the life that they're living doesn't agree with the lifestyle that we want doesn't mean that we need to hate and shun them and try to keep them at arm's length. In fact, we should be bringing people into the church to let them hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and then let God work on whether or not they're living in sin. Let God be the one to start to change their mind and to decide whether or not the life that they're living is sinful. That's the key, is that we shouldn't be making that kind of decision here. Because here's what happens. When we have, when we look at our own sin, you know, the church is notorious for this because for some reason we like to think of sin on a bar graph. You know, this sin, well, this sin's right here. And this sin, we'll put it right here. Now, I struggle with this sin, so we're going to put it way down here. This sin, I would never do that, so we're going to put it up here. But when God looks at sin, he looks at it from the overhead view, and all he sees is a straight line across. Because in his eyes, anything that keeps you from him is sin. And we can't ignore the fact that we all live a sinful life and hold other people accountable for the sins that they commit when we're just as equally guilty. And that's why Jesus would hang out with sinners. In fact, his whole entire ministry would be him going to the people that are full of sin in that culture's eyes, and probably ours too, because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we all need to find the physician, Jesus Christ, for our spiritual woes. Let's pray. Father God, we know that people sin and we can't. And we know that we too sin. Lord, don't allow us to get into that prideful spot where we hold others accountable for their sins and we ignore ours. And also, Lord, don't allow us to ignore the sins of others just because we don't want them to think of us as hateful. Father God, in your eyes, sin is sin and it doesn't matter what it is. But Lord, we know that the only way that we can change is through you. So may we draw close to you so that we well, that we can overcome the sin in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody, we will see you right here Wednesday morning. Take care. God bless. Oh, I almost forgot. Tonight at 8.30, I will be live with Zach Shar from Wisdom Scripture. And we're going to be talking more about Mission 4110 and my personal journey in ministry. So I hope to see you all there. I'm hoping that I can share the live stream right here on Mission 4110's Facebook page as well. So take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to the Mission 4110 podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you like today's message, please share. And also, we ask that you subscribe so that you can get new episodes right to your device when they release. And if you get a second, please leave a rating so we know how we're doing. All of these will help us to fulfill our mission to help others experience the gospel of Jesus Christ. And once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. God bless.